0: everybody and welcome back to the consummate athlete podcast it's august so we are in the middle of the donation drive that only happens once a year over at the wide angle podium network did you know that donations earn you a minimum of 50 watts of hashtag happiness
1: watts indeed a whole 50 50 <laughs> happiness watts
0: you can't get that with any kind of training no interval will get you that
1: not in this short of time that's for sure <laughs> um definitely we want to encourage you to go over and check that out you know it's not easy for everyone to find an extra five ten dollars as a one-time or monthly donation but there's lots of options there Uh, and they all come with some sort of bonus so you might get a sticker pack you might get water bottles you might get two water bottles at the top end, I, I keep coming back to this Adam Myerson saying your name live on his show, the Myerson Line.
0: I mean, we could also say your name. It's it's not to say that we can't. We it's will true. we will shout Adam out. Adam Myerson or
1: ups. Molly Herford could be saying your or name on their shows. I will say whoever's
0: don't name. sell yourself so short, honey.
1: We'll we'll put that in. If you donate $15, I will say your name. I don't know if we can actually do that, but that's we'll add
0: that. We're gonna here. make it happen. But at
1: $50, I believe it's a fifty dollar donation, you can do that. The other thing to consider is that you can also sponsor these. There's a few big companies coming on board and they're sponsoring even some of these podcasts now and we're getting sort of these, you know, advertisements during the podcast. So that's exciting. So if you have a business or something, why not give to the network, this Wide Angle Podium Network, but also get a little something for yourself. Not just stickers and bottles. Those are sweet. But you could also get your business, you know, promoted
0: on, yeah, on any
1: one of these shows. True. You could choose all the shows. You could choose just one of the shows.
0: Now, we should also back up and say that the Wide Angle Podium Network is a network of podcasts with more than just the, the Myerson line and the consummate athlete. There's also Crosshairs Radio, which we really love. Uh, there's the Slow Ride Podcast. There's a ton of other really cool, mainly cycling-oriented content.
1: But did you know the Kids Don't Follow is actually about music?
0: I did know that.
1: Yeah, so if you're looking for something with a bit of music, and then you want to combine that with some you know, Tour de France information, I said that extra... I love
0: how you say France. That, that was my
1: best Bob role, for, Tour de France. France. So if you wanted that, you can definitely check out the slow ride. A lot of my coaching clients really like the slow ride. It gives you know breaks down a lot of the the latest racing information. Um, but yeah, definitely checking out the Meyerson line. There's a lot of his you know, people he's interacted with over his professional career and he you know, he has a very interesting perspective and may offend you but he also might inform you. So it's worth he checking out. He might do both. So definitely some really good ones. Uh, just recently listened to the one with uh, Ryan Aitchison, who's a Canadian, but a crit racing superstar. Uh, so his interaction with Meyerson's very interesting. They're talking a lot of, about crit racing, and you might even learn something there that'll help you in your next crit, or even just type pack racing, pack riding. So definitely that Meyerson line is worth checking out there, and maybe even supporting.
0: Absolutely. And if you're a donor, you get access to bonus content. I know a lot of you are super stoked for the cyclocross season. Which leads me to saying that our bonus episode actually features Jeff Proctor, who uh, is the head developmental coach for a bunch of the USA Cycling juniors, and he has some pretty awesome secret intel on how they train and travel and get ready for World Cups. Uh, so that's a pretty cool one, and you can only get it if you're a donor over at Wide Angle Podium, which you can find at WideAnglePodium.com donate. And you can do a one-time donation. You can set it up to do monthly. Uh, Whatever you can do is awesome and will keep the Wide Angle Podium Network going. Um, We recently joined the Wide Angle Podium Network and we were so excited about it. So it's really cool that we kind of got in right around the time to help promote it and to make sure that it keeps going, which would be great for us.
1: Yeah, and definitely so you understand, you know, I didn't really quite get why the podcast network was important, but it's just like, your NBC for television or your NPR for radio these networks help individual shows get more access to things like for us hosting so hosting more podcasts each month uh, they also give us access to things you know just for promotional stuff whether that's getting it out to more listeners or graphic design or different things like this just tips on how to podcast better maybe for me to stop saying um we could.
0: oh you're not so, that bad so when you're
1: paying you're actually paying me to stop saying um mm. as much as I do so i pay a thank, lot
0: of money for that thank
1: you for that uh, there you go. Um. Uh, <laughs> in, indeed. So if you do donate during, you can donate at any time, but you can also donate during the drive, and you'll actually get entered into a drive for some really cool stuff. So you're actually going to get sent a, a number plate, I believe, that will then will will draw a number, and indeed you'll be entered to win a prize pack that has a lot of cool stuff, I believe, including one of your books, mm-hmm. maybe a couple of your, maybe books. a couple of know. them. Yeah. So I mean, that's we're getting into some pretty good value return there. Uh, especially if you win
0: yeah well and especially if you have problems with saddle sores in which case my books are like godsends
1: it's true okay (laughs) so that's that uh we'll assume that you guys are going to go over to wideanglepodium.com
0: slash donate
1: slash donate or just wideanglepodium.com you'll see the donate button right there and just check it out and if it doesn't fit into your budget right now we understand just give us a subscribe and we'll call it even
0: i like that good good upsell (laughs) at the end there
1: i think that's a downsell
0: uh a little bit of both Anyway, enjoy the show. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Consummate Athlete Podcast. This is one of our little mini episodes, and we wanted to include it during the Wide Angle Podium donation drive. Uh, in this episode, I'm actually talking a little bit about how I got used to riding and training with Peter, who obviously has a lot more on bike experience than me, and a few more years uh, in an elite athletic field, I guess, than I do. Um, so we often kind of run into a bit of training issues. But since you can hear me talk about it, Peter, what are your what are your thoughts on partner training? While I have you for this intro.
2: Um, I think it's it's tough. I think you have to find a way to move together because there's too many times we end up being just like sitting around together and I'm talking about the human races. Yeah, in, we don't do that. In generalities, but um, yeah, I think you to keep each other healthy and, you know, I think just get separated from, you know, our normal lives of computers and stuff, I think there needs to be something there, so... To me I feel like walking is the way to start that and because it's portable you can do it anywhere. You know, it can be for twenty minutes before you go to your dance party or meeting or whatever crazy. Why are we things. going to
0: dance parties? <laughs>
2: often frequent dance parties. But, you know, it's very portable. You can do it anywhere. It can be an extreme hike or it can just be around this you know, a, your a city or your neighborhood or to get groceries or whatever. So to me, when we talk about this I always go back to like walking and hiking um yeah and well, from and those... there that can turn into running which for us we're fortunate it does but you know that can be down the road it doesn't have to become this suffer fest I think the, the movement is where we come back to
0: yeah and I mean we can always split up and do the running separate but do the walk together to start or like mm-hmm. we go on a run and meet and walk at the end
2: yeah I think a lot of it is deciding on what the objective is and if one of the parties you know wants to have you know a fun mountain bike ride, then you have to especially with mountain biking, you have to be careful because the skill element becomes so important that it's it's just it's just irrational to think that two people can can ride together right like even within groups of pretty similar people, you generally can't ride in big groups on a mountain bike right so
0: yeah, it's, it's a psychological minefield, um, and I think for me, it's, it's more sentimental or emotional than it is practical, so I'm going to kind of talk about that in this episode. Uh, so give it a listen, and of course, let us know what you think about it in the comments, and if you guys have dealt with any of these issues, um, comments over at WideAnglePodium.com, or just tweet at us at Molly J. Herford or at Peter Glassford. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, it's Molly here, and today I wanted to chat a bit about a topic that we keep coming back to in a lot of these episodes that we've been doing lately, uh, dealing with an active partner, Uh, something that I can safely say that I know a lot about. Uh, Last episode, Peter talked about his 80% rule, where an 80% is a passing grade, and that was awesome, and it definitely prompted me to you know, firstly think about my own training, but Secondly, start thinking about how he and I interact with our training, uh, which is why I said dealing with an active partner. Um, I say that because while it's fantastic that we both ride, there are some definite struggles when it comes to a couple who loves adventure. Um, Honestly, you might not be part of an active couple in like a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife kind of way. It might be that your running buddy or climbing partner isn't quite meshing with you these days. So, I kind of wanted to put together a few of my thoughts on it. Having an active partner, someone who shares your hobbies and passions, is ridiculously awesome, first of all. It's the best thing in the world. But what happens when your training and your goals aren't syncing up? You might have this happen right away, which is how Peter and I were, or it might come as your goals diverge or your skills develop and your partners don't, or vice versa. So, this can be super difficult. On paper, you know, you both love paddleboarding, but then when you're on the water, you're falling behind when you go out to train together and you end the session on shore grumpy and feeling bad about yourself, and somewhat irrationally, you're angry that your partner is so much better than you. Uh, I've been asking podcast guests who've been there about how they handle it just to get some insight. Our second podcast guest, Ryan Atkins and his fiance are both world- class obstacle course racers. Uh, but they don't always train together. Often his easy runs are her endurance runs, or they'll start a workout together and finish separately. Uh, Josh Whitmore, a cycling coach that we talked to earlier in this season of podcasts, uh, is married to a fellow cyclist. And while they occasionally train together, their best strategy is to decide which races matter to each of them and work around that. So for one weekend, it's focused on Josh's race. Next weekend might be his wife. And for Peter and I, after almost three years of traveling together, training together, sometimes, eating together, living together, working together, we've finally started to figure out what works best for us. Uh, The biggest hurdle though was not with figuring out a schedule or anything like that, it was definitely in my own head. Peter's a pro mountain biker, I am a former racer who spent a few years at a fairly competitive level in triathlon with a side of road and cyclocross and a teensy bit of mountain bike racing and the occasional 5k. I had potential as an athlete, but not the competitive drive to drop everything else and focus on it. Uh, And I started late. Until I was 20, I couldn't run a mile, but I've had nine years of training at this point. Peter, however, by contrast, grew up super athletic, and he started racing over 16 years ago, and he's still racing at a high level with a really full race calendar. Um, I, however, have done one race this summer, and that was perfect for me. I don't really have a desire to go out and race every weekend. Uh, So with that said, it doesn't seem shocking that our training wouldn't be the same, right? Not so much. Since we've been together, I have alternated between wild guilt when he's out on a four-hour ride and I've only done two, or my training has gone way above and beyond what I need to maintain decent fitness. He keeps me motivated, but what I sometimes forget is that I am not motivating for the same thing that he is. Uh, The same applies for how we eat, how we sleep and nap, how we stretch, all of that stuff. Uh, Basically, I've come to a few conclusions, or more correctly, some rules that I need to follow. The first one being, just because Peter is training doesn't mean I need to be training. Uh, Men and women train and recover differently. A training plan that's working for him might be completely wrong for me. And to be honest, they usually are very wrong for me. He likes a lot of hours when he can fit them in. I'm a fan of short, short, short with the occasional ridiculously long day. On that same note, our nutritional needs are different as well. Uh, Thankfully, Peter is really good at pre-, during-, and post-right eating, so most of his meals are normal size and I don't slip into overeating. However, I do occasionally freak out that we're not eating the same thing, so I need to work on that. Added to that, me not being able to keep up with him on a technical mountain bike ride should not affect my self-esteem. He has 14 more years of riding under his belt. And with mountain biking in particular, I tend to get really grumpy when my skill level is not fitting where I want it to. So we definitely have needed to uh, have me take a step back and you know, focus on the fun part of mountain bike training, and I'm starting to realize that mountain bike training is fun if I'm not freaking out about the fact that I can't get over everything. Uh, perhaps no, most importantly, there is simply no reason in the world why my training hours or training style should match Nothing magical is going to happen if it does. If we do all the same hours, that's not gonna change anything. It's not gonna make me wanna race mountain bikes more. It's not gonna change how I am as a racer. So there's simply no point in me needing to train the same way as him. So, if we don't train together all the time, how does that work? Uh, Most people make the assumption that we ride bikes together since that's, you know, what we do for fun and work. But to be honest, we actually rarely ride together. Uh, There's probably only been about 15 to 20 rides in all of the years we've been together that we've done together the whole time. Uh, We actually do more of our low-key stuff together, so we do a lot of hiking, we do a lot of walking to get our groceries or running errands with packs on our back. Uh, We go to the gym and lift weights together, since we can regulate for our respective sizes and strength. We'll rock climb, we'll swim together, we'll run together, since my running background and his relative newness to running puts us at a roughly even pace. And we do ride together, but definitely not during workouts. Uh, But what I started to realize when I started thinking about doing this podcast, and to be honest, it's been on my to-do list for a month, when he and I started dating, it took us a while to figure that out, and there were some fights, I'm not going to lie. Having two active people with different schedules and different activities and different egos is tough. Uh, You have to figure out the balance of training for sport versus spending time together, and if you're at the exact same level and the two overlap, then that's amazing. Uh, But more likely, you'll have to figure out a compromise somewhere. That compromise might be more mental than physical. You might have a tendency to be quiet on hikes while your partner's chatty, which leads to fights that don't make sense. Uh, And that's something that can be talked out, or you can find a compromise. Like talking for half the time, or bringing music or a podcast for the chatty one in the couple who needs to feel like they're having a conversation. Um, It's a lot more fun to train and adventure together when neither person is feeling slowed down, sped up, or just plain grumpy. Uh, If you are in an active couple, though, we would love to hear how you guys manage to do your training and both be happy with your training and level of ability. So please let us know by tweeting at us at Molly J. Herford and at Peter Glassford or commenting on the show notes page over at consummateathlete.com with how you make adventuring with a partner work. In the meantime, we will continue to walk and get our groceries together and do pull-up contests, and we are enjoying ourselves that way. Uh, Until next time, thanks for tuning in to this monopod podcast on the consummate athlete. Have a great day. Thanks so much for tuning in to this podcast over at the Consummate Athlete. Uh, before you go, we just wanted to remind you that the Wide Angle Podium Network donation drive is still going on.
1: It's on until the end of August 2016, and we really need your help. So any donation you can make, whether that's a one-time or an ongoing donation, uh, is very much appreciated. There's something at all levels, and again, you can even consider if you have a business, uh, putting in an ad. And that helps too and helps you in return.
0: Absolutely. So check it out over at wideanglepodium.com slash donate. Thanks so much for listening.